Yesterday morning, Father Pollard and I went to the Basilica of the Immaculate Conception for the Dominican ordinations for our very own Brother Henry, now Deacon Henry, where he received the Sacrament of Holy Orders. As a priest, it's always a wonderful experience to see other men receiving the laying on of hands of a bishop, as it brings back the joyful memories of our own ordinations. Unlike Brother Henry, though, most of us did not need a stepladder for the bishop to get, <laughs> even though he was kneeling down. Everyone probably has moments like that in their life, whether it was an achievement like winning some sporting event or climbing a mountain or running a marathon or perhaps graduating from high school or college or getting that first job. Or perhaps it was some major milestone in life, a first date, a first kiss, meeting one's future spouse or getting engaged or getting married or seeing the birth of your children. They're happy, joyful moments. They're the sort of peak times in our lives. Everything seems to be unfolding right before us. The famous author Cormac McCarthy, Cormac McCarthy said that these are the moments where we might say to ourselves, if only God made the world like this and nothing more. In the Gospel reading, Peter, James, and John had one of those peak moments, appropriately enough on the peak of a mountain. They saw Jesus transfigured, manifesting his relationship to the law and to the prophets of old, symbolized by the presence of Moses and Elijah. The majesty of the new covenant prefigured in the old was being revealed to them. Everything that Jesus was is being brought to light before their very eyes. Their reaction is predictable enough. Peter says, Lord, it is good that we are here. If you wish, I will make three tents, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. In other words, let's keep this moment going. Let's freeze it in place. Let's try to box it up and just dwell here because we don't want this moment to end. But the Father's voice came from the sky. This is my beloved Son with whom I am well pleased. Listen to him. And so Jesus approached the disciples and said, Arise. Because as our Lord had previously told the apostles and as he would continue to tell them, their destiny in this life was not idyllic repose. It was not to be an endless series of peak moments. Yes, their time with the Lord would include many tender, happy episodes. The time they spent in prayer and fellowship, the haul of fish, the washing of their feet, the Last Supper, the grilled fish that they ate on the shore of the Sea of Galilee. But life does not consist of peak moments. By and large, day in and day out, what the apostles saw Jesus doing was the hard work of ministry and evangelization, the hard work of making God's grace a concrete reality in the lives of others. It wasn't a picnic, and it wasn't meant to be. Indeed, just before the Transfiguration, in the previous chapter of the Gospel, St. Matthew records, Jesus began to show his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem, and suffer greatly from the elders and the chief priests and the scribes, and be killed and on the third day raised again. So Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him. Good God forbid, Lord, no such thing shall happen to you. But Jesus turned to Peter and said, Get behind me, Satan. You are an obstacle to me. You are thinking not as God does, but as human beings do. 
Christ could not escape suffering in his earthly ministry. And he was very clear that the cost of discipleship for us would be no less. Whoever wishes to come after me must take up his cross and deny himself and follow me. For whoever wishes to save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. Our lives as Christians should indeed contain many moments of consolation, those times of intimacy and prayer with our Lord, the grace of the sacraments, the joy of Christian family and fellowship. But those moments are meant to prepare us for the hard work of love and service in the world, of being the incarnate love of Christ for others, which is never easy. It's hard work. St. Paul reminds us, bear your share of the hardships for the sake of the gospel. As Christians, we will have those peak moments which will give us a tantalizing glimpse of the joy that awaits us in heaven. But we will also have far more numerous times of suffering and difficulty. Suffering and struggle properly understood are features, not bugs, of the Christian life. They purify us of inordinate attachments of, to this world. And by making love a challenge, we are paradoxically readied for the eternal love that awaits us in the heavenly kingdom. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit.